and welcome to episode 800 of The Sleeper and the Bust. It is Tuesday, April 7th. I'm your host, Paul Spore, and I'm joined by Justin Mason. Justin, we made it to 800, buddy. How's it going? We're going to have baseball soon. Yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> Come on. Look, the wet blankets are here, folks. We're here to tell you that that was some trash. Sorry. Listen, I don't I don't blame Passon. He's doing his job. He's reporting. The only problem is is that that um, that April date is out there, or that May date gets out there in the headline, and then so many people aren't aren't going to read the uh, the article and realize that that is basically the like most you know best case scenario everything works perfectly type deal, and that June is is a lot more. Uh, what their target is, if, if that even, mm-hmm. and they're just grasping on it. And I saw it happen like wildfire yesterday in my Twitch chat. Everyone came in and was like, May baseball. I'm like, easy killer. No, I'm sorry, man. And I'm not trying to, to be negative. I want baseball back as soon as possible. This just doesn't seem viable at all. Well, how, how do you, how do you feel about this when you saw the news? I mean, I, I think this was uh, an obvious test balloon. Let, let's throw something out there that we have been talking about as best case scenario and see what people think. And I, I just don't know that there is any possibility that we see baseball back that soon. I think at the earliest, maybe like an all-star break uh, type time, mid-July, and we get 100 games is best case scenario. And I still think worst case scenario, which means no baseball, is still on the table. Oh, uh, for sure. I mean, we haven't, as far as like a lot of the models show, we haven't hit the you know the peak of this thing yet. The worst so thing yet. Yeah. We have no idea. I mean, if by this time next month a hundred thousand people have died or more, like, are we really going to start baseball back up again? And if it's still going, like I, and I just don't see how sequestering. 30 organizations. So we're not just talking about players. Uh, no, but or, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Organizations. Yeah. You'd have to sequester every single umpire. You'd have to sequester uh, every single player, every single coach, every single cameraman. Like, like this is like you're having to sequester you know, have to thousands sequester, of like, people. The reporters, too? Well, you, I, if... I assume there would be no reporters. Like, you, you would, uh, that you couldn't have reporters like for post game interviews unless you're going to mm-hmm. do it via Skype or something like that or 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 Zoom. Uh I just think that there's just too many unknowns yep. to even have this plan uh as something that's being worked on. Like it's just like I understand yeah. like there's a lot of money at stake and if it wasn't for a lot of money at stake the season would probably be canceled already. So uh, and money makes the world go round. So I think there is a chance that we do see baseball this year, but I think it is extremely foolish to to have any thoughts that it's going to happen really in May or June. I, I think July, August is probably what we're looking at. Yeah, we're, I mean we're on the same page there, man. I just I just don't see it, and uh, this is the situation where I would absolutely love to be wrong, mm-hmm. but I'm not. Yeah, yeah, no, I. I I, I said on a live stream last night that I was on with uh, uh, Mike Curland and, and Matt Williams and Ray Butler 
uh, and Chris from Baseball Pods. Oh, speaking of which, oh hey, we're in the bust or is go up vote for us, baby. Yeah, go vote for us against Brad Johnson, the evil Brad Johnson. Got to beat him. Got to take him down. <laughs> so, uh, I, I someone in, in someone in the chat asked us like how many games we thought we're going to get played and, and people said a hundred or 80 and, and I said zero. Um, and I said, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I just, I don't know that the country as a whole is taking this all as, as seriously as, is it needs to be. I mean, we still have States that haven't locked down yeah. um, or sheltered in place. Uh, and I just don't know that uh, we're going to get to a point where we're going to see baseball, which is extremely depressing and means I'm not going to have a winning season in fantasy this year. Dude, I know, and I slimmed down my league load. <laughs> I, did I like busted my butt on my study. Not that I don't every year, but I like I was, you know, in, in with the uh, w- with the trimming of the leagues in- included, and uh, the, the focus on, hey man, you got it's time for a big year this year. I was so excited, man. I was so I, I was freaking in- excited. I was in full born uh, or full blown uh, prep mode in September. Like I was yep. like on top of things. <laughs> and Same. of course, this is what's gonna happen. But uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we're wrong and and we see some baseball at some point this summer, uh, and uh, and things get better. You know, who knows how this stuff reacts to you know the summer heat? I just don't know. Like I don't even understand like how Major League Baseball thinks this is a good idea especially because there's not enough dome stadiums in arizona to accommodate everybody so and they're talking about like double seven inning double headers gross i hate that 112 degree heat in arizona in in tiny parks like because yeah yeah, i mean smaller than than normal because you have to be playing in yeah some of the if you thought there was going to be no juice ball this year if they play all the games in arizona like parks like i i don't know like I think we'd have probably the most amount of home runs per inning. Obviously, we might have you know lesser less uh, volume, but yeah, the, volume, the home run but, rate. You're right. You're right. You know, and so like, yeah, good luck drafting starting pitchers and not having them get shellacked uh, <laughs> throughout. Like, yeah, it's just. I mean, and obviously, we have no idea if this will actually happen. I don't think it will, uh, but. Uh, if it does, like I'm really interested to see how like zips and and the bat and and steamer kind of adjust to accommodate these things because it's gonna be uh, very interesting. The park factors will be insane. No, I it'd be it'd be beyond nuts, and I just. I just can't see it again. Hope I'm wrong, but we'll kind of keep monitoring it. This was the first time we've gotten some news in a while as far as uh, an outlook, and it didn't really hearten me, folks. So I'm sorry if uh, we're raining on the parade. I know some of y'all just want to be optimistic, and that's fine to a degree, but if you really let it cloud your vision and you just don't try to be realistic at all, you're just gonna wind up disappointed. So we'll see how it goes. Um, for now, you and I are on the same page as far as thinking that we're not gonna get anything this year. I I, I feel that more and more every day, and especially as like, well, anyway, I, I, I don't want to rehash. Let's let we got another draft today. We do have a we're going back to the sports, 
And um, we're diving into the movies for the first time. We're going sports movies. I'm excited about this one. There's a lot out there. Have you watched a lot of sports movies? Do you have do you have a big list that you that includes like a ton of stuff you've watched? Or are you having to put stuff on here that? Oh, I uh, I've watched a ton of these. Um, yeah, I, mean, me too. I don't know that I have anything on my list I haven't watched. Uh, and the one thing I, w- I I realized while making my list last night is uh, I'm I'm not a big fan of baseball movies for the most part, which really is interesting. Uh, it is interesting. So, uh, I mean, and there's one sport in particular that dominates my list, uh, it, it, which, I mean, shouldn't be super surprising to me, but may be surprising to you and the listeners. Huh. Okay. I, I do wonder, is it a main sport or is it a more niche one? I would say at, at this point, it is a more niche one. At this point, it's a more niche one. Is it boxing? It is boxing. I Yeah. Just, yeah I mean... Uh, and I mean, I don't. I mean, I definitely have baseball movies on here. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming with the first pick, you're going to take a baseball movie, uh, because that that seems like uh, right up your alley. But yeah, I mean, I, I grew up a big boxing fan. I boxed for a little bit in the army mm-hmm. uh, until I re- realized having short arms is not beneficial to being uh, a boxer. It seems counterproductive to be yeah. doing that. Yeah. And for yeah, for those who don't know, I have like the world's shortest arms. Um, <laughs> He's which a T-Rex. Is, yeah, and no, totally. I I cannot reach the middle of my back. Um, which that's uh, funny because I I have like uh, these little extendo back scratchers at at my desk and at my stream area that I use sometimes. So I was like, I have two back scratchers with me at all times. My arms, I can reach anywhere on my back. But sometimes it's nice to not have to do the extra reaching there. You you could use some of these little. No, I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely need some of those because I am like the prototypical bear that like rubs his back on trees and stuff <laughs> like that. Because like I have an extremely wide chest, uh, and somebody like my wingspan is normal, but yeah, no, it's really short arms. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> boxing, uh, I thought I'd be really good at boxing because I, uh, you know, I mean, because I have short arms, I can bench press a lot and. Uh, I can be very, very strong. And I was like, yeah, if I could ever get to someone, but all they have to do is play like the the, the old game you played as kids where, you know, someone put their hand on Stick your head and yeah. you just like swing wildly. That yeah. was me in boxing. And uh, I got my, I, I was never knocked out, but I definitely uh, had people who, who tore me up quite a bit. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I, I love boxing. Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily considered a main sport anymore, especially with No, it's TV. not. Uh, birth of UFC. Yeah, I would say uh, that, that's why I was a little confused when you said it is now. I think it has been for a while, mm-hmm. uh, more on more on the fringes. But there are a ton of movies about them and about it rather, and a lot of uh, a lot of really good ones. Mm-hmm. So um, I do have first pick here. You gave me first pick, I think, because you got first pick in the last draft, even though it was a four yeah. pack. Mm-hmm. Since you got first pick, you want you're giving it to me here, so. I'm I'm actually not gonna take a baseball. Oh, and here's the reason why. Because Colin Weatherwax opened his fat trap yesterday, <laughs> and had to put you on a movie mm. that you might then snake from me. And you may recall, may not, may not, that it's my absolute favorite movie ever. I was so wondering not, if this is where you would go. I'm I, not I, let Rounders 
I'm not I'm not getting snaked the way I did in the Detroit Tigers draft with Jeff Erickson and Chris List as I arrogantly let Curtis Granderson go for round upon round, thinking that they wouldn't really want to take him. Um, and it was super foolish. And then List took him, you know, seven, eight rounds in. And I'm just like, I have no one to blame but myself. I'm not letting that happen. I'm not letting you double up with like a, your favorite boxing movie and rounders here. So I'm taking rounders. Poker, you know, um, they show poker on ESPN, so we're calling it a sport. If, if you look up <laughs> sports movies, it's going to show poker movies. So we're putting those in here as well. Um, and I just, I love the movie. It, it, it gets poker right for, for the most part, like very, very well. Some, you know, obviously there's some things, but they, Brian Koppelman went to great lengths to get it right. And it's, it's so good. It's just so good. Worm. Lives up to his name, just an absolute scumbag. Edward Norton plays a brilliant, a brilliant a-hole. John Malkovich, obviously, you're never going to play a home game of poker without someone quoting it. And I'll admit, I'm usually the guy. And yes, it's kind of cringy, and, and it's just it's super cliche. I don't care. I can't uh, double negative, but I can't not do it. I can't just mm-hmm. play and not bring up the references. I love this movie. I saw it. Right before poker really blew up, so I was in the poker boom because this movie got me like really into it. I think Moneymaker was shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. My friends and I went and saw Rounders like three times the opening weekend. We loved it. We were just in from the jump. So, uh, yeah, and they've always talked about a Rounders too. Everybody involved is in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damon's been on, on Bill Simmons's podcast, said yes. Koppelman has... Uh, Norton has so you know obviously we're, we're many years past when it came out so we'd have to you know they, they could do a lot of interesting cool things but I'd be so here for it I love rounders it's the one movie I can quote start to finish and I'm pretty annoying to watch it with because of that yeah no that would be really annoying uh, rounders is a I mean it's a movie I really enjoyed when I first saw it uh, probably shortly after it came out uh, and it did coincide a lot with the huge poker boom. I mean, uh, Money Maker talks about you know he got into poker after watching Rounders. So mm-hmm. uh, I think it doesn't hold up necessarily as well as maybe some other sports movies uh, in terms of just the gameplay. And that that's largely because poker has taken a huge step forward uh, with the amount of people playing it and in the strategy involved and. It's super rudimentary gameplay inside of the movie. That being said, it's really well acted. Uh, love Edward Norton, one of my favorite actors of all time. Uh, Matt Damon is fantastic as well. Damon uh, is my favorite. It, so uh, two, two of my absolute faves there with Damon and Norton. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, and it's what poker was before the poker boom. It, I mean, you know, you're talking about like in the back of bars. And uh, I mean, you didn't have all the, you know, a lot of casinos didn't even have poker rooms. Yep. Back yep. then, I mean, it, and, it, it and, took this and explosion. Yeah, online wasn't there either. So, mm-hmm. you know that. I guess to that degree, it might not hold up. But, and they get like you can only get so deep as mm-hmm. far as like the actual gameplay there, or else you're going to lose people. So, I think it does work on a level where people who know how to play and really love poker can understand it. Whereas, and and then others who are kind of learning it as they're telling you how to how it's played, they don't get too lost in the weeds of it so it, it, it runs that balance which is a, it's a difficult balance yeah uh oh god i i really thought you i know would 
take the Sandlot. Um, and I'm just very surprised it's, it's still on the board I here. Couldn't let my favorite movie go. Yeah, I just I'm couldn't. I'm going to take the Sandlot here, uh, even though that wasn't one of the ones I thought would be. Uh, I thought like I said, you might leave it. I th- I thought you might leave it for me. I, I I definitely thought about it after you took Rounders, but I just think it's too good a value. It is what uh, it, I think it's the greatest baseball movie ever made. Honestly, I agree. Uh, I agree. And, it's my it's my one A here as far as favorite movie ever. Too Rounders and Sandlot. I say them in that order every time someone says what your favorite movies are. Yeah, and I mean it's just one of those movies. It's a coming of age story. It's a you know, new kid in a, in a new environment type story. And everybody's felt that if you've ever moved or you, you've ever, you know, wanted to make friends. Uh, the baseball itself is actually really well played, which is one yeah. of my biggest gripes about baseball movies is some people just don't look like they know oh, how to God. throw a baseball. Like the, Freddie, Freddie Prince Jr. has no idea how to throw a baseball. Oh, I just, I mean, that to me kills me in sports movies. Is, I agree. If if I see someone who does not look like they can throw a baseball or a football or make a tackle or or dribble uh, or dribble, oh god, yeah, uh, it just that just destroys me, and I, I can't watch the movie. Uh, and that's largely one of the reasons I don't like a lot of baseball movies because there's so many of them out there where the guy does not know how to throw a baseball. Like, I'm sorry, like you you, you like prep as an actor, learn how to throw a goddamn baseball. <laughs> um, but like these kids, like all like looked like they could throw a baseball and, and play shortstop or uh, play the outfield. And uh, it's uh, it's just a really fun movie. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised it ends up to me at number two because I would not have taken rounders. Couldn't let it happen, though. You you, you, you set yourself up there with previous snakeage um, that it was on my mind, and I just wasn't going to let my, uh, my favorite movie go. All right. Uh, now I'm really torn because I had – two movies uh set up for the turn here and now i don't know what to do like i have a list of 40 movies um and so obviously we're only gonna be drafting 20 so this is gonna be very difficult for me i think i'm gonna go with creed now for for those who don't who haven't watched a boxing movie in a long time creed is uh the i I was gonna get that yeah, no way. Creed is the best of all the Rocky series. Um, yep. And Not even uh, close. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is fantastic in his role. Uh, and, uh, I mean, even Stallone is fan- Like, it's probably his yep. best acting is in Creed and Creed 2. Uh, and it, it's beautifully shot, which is always, you know, for me, a, a really big uh, part of a sports movie. Uh you know, I mean, the way they use the, the steady cams and uh, the the 360 cameras to, to get these shots inside of the ring uh, and outside of the ring is just uh, super impressive, really well written. Uh, I, I really enjoyed Creed, so it's it's uh, going to be my number you know, my number two pick. I was hoping that you, you liked something. I, I was going to take Creed next. Mm. Um because you had mentioned, you know, how much you like the boxing movies, and it's number four on my list. And I was like, well, I'm definitely going to get this here. But uh, you, you rightfully put it as, as the top boxing movie. It's great. It's a fantastic movie. Uh, I love it. All right. I'm going to make this one easy. Moneyball here. Mm-hmm. And the yep. reason I was comfortable taking rounders and, and exposing myself 
to allowing you to get Sandlot is I knew that you wouldn't go Sandlot Moneyball. So I was going to get one of my two favorite baseball movies ever. So I'm good. How they took that book about the Oakland A's, uh, figuring out, you know, uh, weaknesses in the market and turned it into a legitimately good movie is beyond me. But they did it. And that's super impressive. That's a really enjoyable movie. Brad Pitt as, as Billy Bean is a lot of fun. Um, and it's just it's just a lot of fun to watch. I like Moneyball a lot. I think they did great with it. I remember the trials and tribulations of getting that movie made. People who were on and off on it as far as, uh, you know, being involved in the making of it and the writing of it. In the end, uh, I think Aaron Sorkin and I can't remember who the other guy was, but Bennett Miller directed it. Jonah Hill was great in it. Philip Seymour Hoffman as Art Howe, Robin Wright, Chris Pratt as Scott Hatterberg. Awesome movie. Really, really enjoy uh, Moneyball. Did, did you see Moneyball? Oh, yeah, of course. I. Uh, okay. It's funny because I rewatched it recently. I think it was actually on my way to Tout Wars last year. It was on... Uh, you know, on the airplane movie uh, list, mm-hmm. and I watched it as I was flying flying to New York, uh, and I was like, "Holy shit, Chris Pratt is Scott Hatterberg." Yes, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, it's funny because uh, Scott Hatterberg, for you know, some people, you know, has the connotation from the movie, or they just remember him having that breakout year with the A's. For me, I believe it was my first year ever playing fantasy. I drafted Scott. Uh, Hatterberg, uh in my ale only keeper league for a dollar uh, because he was catcher eligible. Yes. Uh-huh. yes, it was a yes, two, yes. two catcher, 12 team ale only league. Um, and I was all like, I don't know, this guy, like, he, he could get some playing time. And I got him for a buck and I was just stoked um, the way it turned out. I mean, obviously, I couldn't keep him a catcher, you know, after that, but he was a buck. So uh, it was. Uh, yeah, the, Scott Heidelberg has always had like a soft place in my heart because he was my first dollar player uh, in fantasy, and 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 a good one at that. I really uh, and I, I liked I liked uh, Pratt's portrayal of him. I think Pratt did a good job. It's been fun to watch Chris Pratt's evolution into movie superstar, mm-hmm. especially his you know his body transformation as uh, you know doughy Andy Dwyer on Parks and Rec into star lord and guardians of the galaxy i mean unbelievable um but yeah he's awesome so okay so that's for my first one there and now i could go so many different directions i think i'll go hmm i think i'll go with remember the titans nice it's a solid movie it's 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 all you know it obviously tugs at your heartstrings um it's a disney movie you know so it's got that uh it's got that feel to it but it's fun to watch man it's it, it's a good watch the ups and downs you know again it'll tug at your heartstrings a little bit it'll make you happy um so many people that you recognize from it denzel is of course the beast absolute stud so yeah i'll go remember the titans here for my first football movie and uh yeah i, I like this one a lot i remember seeing it in theater and really enjoying it and I've seen it a couple times since. And I think it's a really strong, strong football movie. It, it is a very strong football movie. Uh, 
there are moments in it that make me cringe, uh, like we were talking about earlier in terms of people not being able to actually, you know, <laughs> throw or catch yeah. or, or tackle. Uh, but uh, it is a very, very strong movie, well-written. Uh, I love the fact that ESPN a few days ago tweeted out, which fictional coach would you want to lead your, your team? And they had Herman Boone on there, as if Herman Boone wasn't a real fucking person. They did not do that, dude. Oh my god! It just... <laughs> they did not do that, dude. They did do that. <laughs> That's a biography, fella. <laughs> that Disney made, you know, that owns ESPN. Yes, that's the best part that mm-hmm. Disney made. Mm-hmm. I realize whoever's running Twitter is some doofy intern, but my goodness, that's yeah. embarrassing. That's that's remarkably embarrassing. Uh, but yeah, no, I I love Remember the Titans. Uh, it's actually based, well, obviously based on a true story, uh, and it was a, a high school in the area that I grew up in, uh, in Northern Virginia. So uh, I remember hearing about them long before the movie ever came out, and so it was cool to see that depiction uh, of what Northern Virginia was during that time period. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's fantastically acted. I mean, Denzel Washington, amazing. Uh, in that i mean the whole cast is amazing so great pick definitely high up on my list um i think i'm gonna well the one that i was gonna take number two after creed but you know obviously gets pushed down to number three because i got the sandlot uh is the wrestler that that was very high on my list here so that's a good pick it's uh, a good movie, man. It is a fantastic movie, uh, and I mean, really depicts the feelings that go around what it's like to be an aging, uh, in, in aging athlete, and you're not wanting to give it up. Not you know, you know, even though your family tells you to. I mean, even though it's wrestling, uh, it's I mean, Mickey Rooney is just so amazing in he, that movie. It's just awesome in it. It's one of those movies I can just watch over and over and over again. Um, and still get the same chills and excitement from it because it's just so well written and so well acted. Uh, again, the the the, uh, the filming of it is beautiful as well. Uh, and yeah, the wrestler. I I think for me, it's easily a top three all time uh, sports movie. Uh, and just shocked to get it here at number three. Nope, it's good. It's good pick. Um, it's it's right there. It's at number eight for me. So it wasn't lasting much longer as far as I was concerned. I respect you having it higher, but uh, it just wasn't quite as high as you, and that's why I didn't get it in that in that uh, three four turn there, or uh, two three turn, excuse me. So, let's see. I've gone, you know, classic movie of the Sandlot, then two newer movies with Creed and the Wrestler. So I'm I'm gonna go back to a classic movie, uh, and a lot of people of my generation have not seen this movie, which is a, a true abomination. If you've never seen Caddyshack. You need to go watch it. it it's a golf movie. Uh, does, it, does it hold up? It does hold up. Oh, it's Are so sure? funny. Oh, my God. Bill Murray in it is just unbelievable. Like, Bill Murray, Bill Murray's, uh, you know, story about caddying for the Dalai Lama is, like, just an all-time classic. Yeah, obviously, there are some tropes that have, you know, that the movie used that now, at this point, sure. have become tired. But it's also like the forefather of a lot of other great uh, sports comedies, uh, including, you know, one that's uh, likely to be drafted in Happy Gilmore, uh, you know, Talladega Nights. I mean, all, all, all the modern 
uh, sports movies get a lot of their, you know, start because of something like Caddyshack. And uh, it's just, I mean, the, the cast alone is, is the cast just, is rich. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just an amazing uh, comedy. And I do think it holds up. OK, well, that was one I had on my list that I actually haven't seen. Wow, and, you've never seen Caddyshack. No, and that my concern over the years has been that, like, well, is it is it going to hold up? So I might have to uh, figure out a way to watch it. And, I'm and give, sure you can give it the opportunity. It yeah, it's it's uh, it it's well worth well worth the you know what hour and thirty eight minutes that runs. Okay. I mean, just the cast alone: Chevy Chase, Ron, uh, Rodney Dangerfield, Bill Murray. Uh, Ted Knight, like these are all fantastic comedy minds. Uh, they it's, are. Uh, I mean, it's it's right up there with like some of the classic, you know, comedy movies like Airplane uh, mm-hmm. and Monty Python: Search for the Holy Grail that I just absolutely adore. Peak eighties comedy there. Yes, without a doubt. All right, this draft is wide open at this point, as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. Goes okay. so many different ways. We, we've hit globs already. We got globs upon globs upon globs. I think I'm going to go with a bit of an older movie here. And I'm curious if you've seen this and what you thought about it. I'm going to take The Hustler. Mm, that's a good pick. Pool movie. Uh, Paul Newman. Jackie Gleason. Uh, so cool. I mean, that just... Cool, cool, exuding everywhere in this movie, particularly from Newman, and um, the 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 battles between Newman and Gleason, Eddie Felson and Minnesota Fats, are awesome. It's just, you know, sometimes you go back and watch the old movies that, um, and I watched this a good while ago, but it was still well after it had come out. It came out in 1961. I never had, you know. <laughs> I was born 20 years after it, and I pr- didn't watch it probably till I was like 20, my mid 20s. So, um, we're talking 40 years after, 40 plus. But it it was good, man. I really enjoyed it. I remember when I I remember when I watched it. I was like, damn, that was dope. Now I want to go play pool and be terrible at pool. But uh, the Hustlers a really good movie. There is a sequel. Um, mm-hmm. that, Color of money. Yeah. That uh, that that I do have on my list, but a good bit further down, less against it and more in favor of um, of the hustler. It, mm-hmm. It's it's less to to clown and say like the color money was bad, just that the hustler was really good, a classic, and another kind of um, off the wall there as far as like I've got now poker and pool, baseball and football. So I've got two main sports and two niche sports for sure here all right next up hmm i really am torn here i gotta be honest but i'm gonna go ahead and go with 42 now this guy talk about fictional players that you like benny rodriguez or this jackie robinson guy (laughs) If if you could bring these players to life how cool would that be? <laughs> uh, that's the next ESPN tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, 42 is awesome, man. I thought they did a really good job with it. Um, it's not an easy 
subject to tackle and you can get a little bit heavy handed with it. I thought that they balanced it really well with, you know, getting the stuff in there um, to kind of show what what Jackie went through, how he handled it, the Branch Ricky side of it, the other players, um, the the coaches and players from other teams. There's a, there's a lot of great stuff in that movie, and I I really liked it when I saw it in the theater. I thought it was good. I've seen it two three times since. Just uh, I, th- I thought they did a good job with a difficult because you can you can do the thing where you can try to cover everything or you cover a tight area. And, and that's always the um, that's always the dilemma with sports movies. Which way do you want to go with it? Mm-hmm. And they went with a, a tighter area of time. And I thought that that was the absolute right move. And so I really I really liked 42. I thought they, they did a good job with it. So I'm gonna go ahead and take it here. And uh, and lock it in. I I mean, good call on, on uh, forty two. Definitely high up on my list. Uh, I thought it might last a little bit longer, so uh, that was my mistake. I uh, I uh, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take back to back picks and and really kind of try to lock up the comedy uh, categories here. No, uh, and, and I'm gonna start. I'm gonna, more. I'm, no, I'm gonna start with dodgeball. No. Oh, dodgeball is a good one, dude. I have that on my list. Uh, so funny. I mean, true underdog story in the yes. title. Um, it drives, uh, yeah, right there in the title. It's, uh, I mean, it, it's about uh, dodgeball. For those who don't know, uh, it <laughs> stars Vince Vaughn, uh, Ben Stiller, Rip Thorn, Justin Long, Stephen Root, uh, Christine Taylor. I mean, I it saying, is. Don't forget Christine Taylor. Dude. Uh, Steve the pirate. Uh, it's Steve <laughs> the pirate. Uh, uh, Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you mm-hmm. know. His lines are the most quoted yeah, still. Jason Bateman and Gary Cole, just uh, uh, amazing uh, there um, as the uh, uh, as the announcers. I mean, uh, this is an extremely funny movie from start to finish. It holds up really, really well. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just I, I feel like it's one of the best sports comedy movies. I mean, obviously zany and off the wall. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, and I mean, in appearance by Lance Armstrong before Lance Armstrong was the Lance Armstrong we know now. So, right. And, uh, and Rip Torn as Patches O'Houlihan. Uh huh. Hank Azari yeah. as the younger version. By the way, so Alan Tudyk is who plays Steve the Pirate. Mm-hmm. He's also in the movie I just took. Yep. As the virulent racist, uh, the other manager, I believe it was Ben Chapman, who is just, uh, you know, Going in on uh, on Jackie Robinson in that one scene where he is just saying the most vile stuff. You talk about range, man. Yeah, to, I mean, to, serious, uh, seriously great character actor. Yeah, uh, to play that absolute piece of shit in Chapman, and then that hilariously goofy Steve the Pirate. That's that's really impressive there. So uh, hats off to Alan Tudyk being in in back to back picks here um, with forty two and dodgeball. And, and just vastly different roles. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely a, a fantastic actor. Uh, and yeah, I just feel like that is an easy pick. Uh, I'm going to pair it with uh, uh, Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights, yeah. I, I knew you'd taken two of those three there. The other one I mentioned was Happy Gilmore. You, mm-hmm. when, once you said that, you were taking two of those three. I, I got to be honest, I, I might have been subconsciously trying to influence you when I said the Happy Gilmore things, that you would leave one of the other two because I favor these other two that you've taken over 
Happy Gilmore just as you do. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Happy Gilmore. Again, more to promote the other two. So talk to us about uh, about Ricky Bobby. Uh, well, it just gives me a really balanced team because now I have baseball, uh, wrestling, uh, uh, golf, dodgeball, racing, uh, boxing. I mean, this is and it's just extremely funny. Uh, you know, another great Gary Cole performance who is uh, a fantastic uh, That's character just redundant, actor. dude. You can just say Gary Cole performance, and the great yeah. part is already in there because does he does he play bad roles? Does he do? No. Things poorly. No, but is the he's got answer. such range as an actor. I mean, yes, to be able does. to play, he plays the vice president uh, on the West Wing, and he, he's playing like this completely bland character that's kind of a buffoon. Uh, in Talladega Nights, he's playing this just heartless, you know, alcoholic father who, who you know disappears and comes back and disappears. Uh, just, just. A, I mean, the whole scene with the uh, mountain lion in the back of the car. Oh my god. Uh, it's, I actually very, very recently watched Talladega Nights again, even though it was on cable. And I almost never watch movies on cable because I'm like, eh, what's the point? But I, I it, it got me. It, it like gripped me early. And so I was like, all right, I'm watching it. And I, I'll sit through the commercials and, and deal with it. And it was so funny. And, um, you know, speaking of Gary, Gary Cole, by the way, a movie or a show I, I recently recommended to you. He plays a big and very funny role in Veep. So when mm-hmm. he turns up in that, if you do decide to watch it, given your love for him, you'll you'll be happy that you'll be happy that you watched Veep. I mean, you'll just enjoy it in general. But when Kent Davison comes into the picture, um, Gary Cole's character, you'll be you'll be thrilled. All right, it's you for round six. Okay, well, I think I think you actually don't like this movie. Mm. I think. Which means I probably don't have to take it yet, but I'm gonna take it because I like it, and I'm not. Uh, it's not always about just drafting against the opponent here because um, you don't want to leave. Plus, I could be wrong. Maybe I have you mistaken with somebody else. I'm gonna take Bull Durham first, though. No, nah, I don't dislike it. Okay, okay. I, then I'm th- I'm thinking of somebody else who who absolutely despises it, and uh, I thought that was you, and I I apologize for casting that aspersion upon you. Um, I like it, and you know. It's not perfect, but it is enjoyable, and I, I still like it. And it, that's one of those ones that when MLB shows it, which they do regularly, lures me in, man, at any point. And I'm like, damn it, okay. I'm, am I going to watch? Yes, I, I am. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting through the commercial. Okay, damn it, I'm watching this. Yep, I've watched the whole thing again. Son of a bitch. Um, but I, I like it, man, and it, it's fun. Obviously, it's not just about the baseball. It's got the the whole love triangle with Susan Sarandon. Tim Robbins and, and Kevin Costner. Susan Sarandon, by the way, absolutely getting it done in Bull Durham. And, you know, she's already looking beautiful, but then the way she talks about baseball, I mean, come on, that's a winning combination right there. And uh, Kevin Costner, born to play baseball movies. You talk about getting it right. He, he's never in a movie where he doesn't look like he knows what the hell he's doing. When he steps up to bat as Crash Davis, I'm like, this is a ball player. Mm-hmm. When he's pitching in for love of the game, a movie I doubt you're going to take, which I could probably take with the last pick if I wanted to. He looks like he knows how to pitch. And he was on um, Bill Simmons's podcast talking about this and all his sports movies um, about how he trained to pitch for that and, and just busted his butt to try to get good there. And, and actually at one point was asking them, hey, g- give me the good stuff. 
get, get you know pump me full whenever you guys pump the major leaguers full of so I can go out there today and and drop another 100 pitches while we're filming. But uh, Bull Durham, classic, got a lot of great stuff in it. I, I I think it still holds up. I enjoy it, so I'm gonna go ahead and pick it here at six. I feel like, you know, it, depending on who you draft with as far as sports movies. It, it, there's a lot of people you would draft with where it doesn't last nearly this long. Yeah, no, it definitely doesn't. I mean, I, I just don't understand how he doesn't make the major leagues. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about a guy, I believe he's a switch hitting catcher. Catcher. Who, who has... like, led the minor leagues in home runs. Yeah, and, uh, and he only got to the show, like, once. I don't even know that he got to the show. I can't remember. Um, I think he, because he... Tells them about oh, like, that's how right. great, yeah. great it is up there and whatnot. But, you know, if Jeff Mathis can stick around that long, because you got to imagine that even though we're not in an era when his framing would be appreciated, I got to imagine Crash Davis is, you know, he he's brought down to the minors to work with this pitcher. Mm-hmm. He probably would have had good rapport with major leaguer, major league pitchers, could have been the caddy for somebody just by virtue of being a, a cool dude. You know, yeah. and if um, Mathis, again, can hang around for 3,000 plate appearances with a 48 OPS plus, then I think Crash Davis can get in there. But, of course, we're nitpicking a little bit, and it doesn't work for the movie if he is, uh, you know, grinding out an eight-year major league career because then he's not available in the minors here to uh, to train Nuke Lelouch. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's, it is, it's a very good movie. It wasn't going to be one of my draft picks, so you definitely could have got it later. But, uh you know, it, it's a good pick. I, all right. I'm, I'm not going to besmirch Thank it uh, at all. Uh, this Hang is on. hard. Hang on. Oh, oh yeah, sir. Still me. Oh, I'm so excited to take another pick that I... I no, this is fun. Uh, we, we almost should have expanded this, but we've been going 10 rounds with everything, so we got to stick with the, with the theme. I'm going newer here. And again, I don't know where you're at on this movie, but I'm mm-hmm. okay not worrying about it. I freaking love this. And this, this was a, a shock to me. Now, I mentioned earlier how this guy is probably my favorite overall actor, Matt Damon. And uh, Jen and I watched this movie just a month or so ago. Ford vs. Ferrari. Mm, I've no, I have not seen it. Please watch it. I think you'll enjoy it. Are you a Christian Bale fan? Are you Matt Damon I am. Fan? I, I'm huge fans of both of them. Get game uh, over then, dude. Yeah, I just I love both. all kids, so it's kind of hard to yeah. go I mean, out to a movie. They're both top fives for me. Uh, like I said, Damon number one, Bale right there, maybe behind Norton, might be number three behind Norton there, um, and they're they're great. It's really it was really really enjoyable. I thought they did a great job with it. The racing felt excellent, and uh, that made it super 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 enjoyable. And then reading more about all of the stuff around it after the fact. Sometimes I do this. This is why I like to see these movies in the theater because you're not going to get it on your phone. But when you're just watching it at home. I, I have a tendency to like hit the wiki and start reading all this stuff and like spoiling stuff. It's like, wh- why do you do that? You're such an idiot, Paul. I avoided it though. I didn't do it. I actually waited till the end of the movie to go look at anything. But uh, I, I then voraciously read a bunch of stuff about Carol Shelby and Ken Miles. Very good movie. I highly recommend it. And again, I wasn't sure where you were with it, but I didn't want to risk uh having it picked there, and I will recommend it to you uh, very heavily. And it's available on DVD and all that sort of stuff, so you guys should take a take a look if, if it's something that uh, that Danielle would be interested in. Yeah, I, I definitely will uh, if I can find some time between working the amount of insane hours I'm working right now. 
after my work decided to make me an emergency worker uh and uh yeah and, and raising kids and all that but it, yeah definitely on my list of movies to see danielle uh, exposed you you're not raising the kids it's not you can't have <laughs> she was on the episode last week dude we know you're not doing any of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah she likes to expose me for things like that apparently so um all right here's where i take a movie that you're not going to allow me to take okay uh and i'm gonna take fight club no that uh, was worth a shot i'm not gonna fight you <laughs> I appreciate the effort. I do, yeah, and yeah, I respect no. that you backed I, down I immediately. Know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was but worth a shot. It, it was, it was, but an absolute no. Please pick again, good sir. All right, I'm gonna take uh, Murder Ball. Ooh, that's a good one. That's on my list. That's uh, a good one. Explain to people what that is for those that are unfamiliar, because that's not overly popular. It is among those who've seen it, but people who might not know about it, yeah, know nothing about it. It's really a fantastic uh, documentary on uh, on a game called Murderball, a sport called Murderball, that is for uh, people who are paraplegics. Uh, and it is like a mix between wheelchair, basketball, and hockey. And uh, it, it looks... And rugby. And and rugby. Like... It looks absolutely brutal. Uh, but, like, the doc... One, I love documentaries. Same. Uh, documentary guy uh we should do a documentary draft at some point actually i, I um, agree i agree and we can get jen in on that one she's seen a billion of them oh i just yeah i, I can i can watch those for forever uh and murderball is just really really well shot and really dives into what it's like to be a person who was able body at some point and then because of something uh you know some sort of accident or disease uh you know they lost the ability to walk or uh, lost the ability to use their hands and uh, and and how that isn't the end of life um, for 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 a lot of people like that it is just a, a new stage of life and Murderball mm -hmm. really uh, does a great job of shining light on some really amazingly athletic and talented people uh, and and what they do to stay athletic and competitive uh, in spite of you know uh, awful circumstances that have affected their lives and so. Uh, it, 2005 documentary. I believe you can still watch it on Netflix uh, okay. uh, or Amazon Prime. So I, I do uh, recommend it if you if you do have that capability. Yeah. It's I mean largely considered the best sports documentary of all time. Yep, yep. It it is is very well regarded. I see it on Amazon here when I do the okay. Google search. So Amazon Prime folks can get it. Uh, otherwise, you you probably have to rent it from somewhere. All right. Uh, since I wasn't allowed to have um, <laughs> Fight Club. You've only taken one boxing movie. What's going on? Uh, I, I mean... I, I said how much you love them. I definitely have a ton of boxing movies still on my list. But I, I'm building a very uh, eclectic and uh, uh, a, a team that really is covering a lot of bases. And I'm going to continue that with Cool Runnings. Ooh, that's interesting. I actually did not put that on my list. But the... Uh, Jamaican bobsledding team, mm -hmm. another comedy. Okay, yeah, go ahead, tell tell folks about that one. Uh, again, based on a true story, um, obviously highly dramatized for uh, uh, for 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 the screen. Yeah, it's a Disney movie as well. Uh, came out in 1993. Uh, stars uh, uh, John Candy. Um, it is. Uh, I mean, uh, for those who've never seen it, I, I can't imagine anybody has never seen it. 
but a bunch of Jamaican sprinters who are either disqualified or or, or don't finish well um, in the hopes of making the Summer Olympics uh, become bobsledders to try to make the Winter Olympics and continue on with their Olympic dreams. Uh, and, I mean, this is based on a true story that uh, actually happened, and these guys overcame overwhelming odds, like having never seen snow or ice, um, in order to make the Olympics. You know, small uh, odds such as that. Mm-hmm. And they did not do well in the Olympics, but uh, the Jamaican bobsled uh, team has transformed into a Jamaican bobsled program, and you see Jamaican bobsledders there every year. Uh, or every four years in in the Winter Olympics. Uh, And uh, it's just a very funny movie and heartwarming. And Mm -hmm. uh, the dude who plays uh, Sanka, Dougie Doug, is just so great in that movie. I just love his character. Dougie Um, Doug's dope. So uh, uh, Malik Yoba, another great actor in that one. Uh, Yeah, just, uh, just a really fun kind of different movie that I think everybody sees as kids and has a soft spot for Yep, definitely, especially, obviously, if you're a kid uh, of our age mm-hmm. range because of when it came out in the uh, in, in the early to mid-90s. But, yeah, cool, Ryan. So that's a good pick. I, I like that, man. That's uh, that's an interesting one. And like I said, I actually didn't have that one on my list, and that, that's a miss on me. I should have at least had it there on the list. All right, I'm going to get, I think, my first comedy. Yeah, it's not fully comedy but there's a lot of funny parts in it i'm gonna go with white men can't jump nice and it's probably you know it's it's interesting right because the 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 movie title about how white men can't jump and then uh there's like probably this inherent it's not it's not racism but it's I, i don't know what it would be like this bias where you would think that just because he's black, Wesley Snipes is the better player. Of the two, Woody Harrelson's the better. Like uh, from going what we've talked about throughout about these movies about how uh, actors playing sports, Woody looks the part way more than than Wesley. Yeah, I I, I would agree. He is he's much more, and, and it turns out it's because he has a lot more experience, and and he was he was more well versed with with hooping. And uh, but it's awesome. It's a great movie. I, I really uh, I really enjoy it. It's got funny moments. It's got some uh, it's got some drama to it. Just the constant double and triple crossing between Snipes, Harrelson, Rosie Perez, and her you know secondary storyline about going on Jeopardy, a show I absolutely love. So that adds to it. I think it's a really fun movie. It looks like it's only available to rent at spots for four bucks. But if you haven't seen it. I think worth it's a good bucks. one. Yeah. yeah, it is absolutely worth the four bucks. So basically the, the, the premise is because he's white, you know, going to play in predominantly black areas, people would say, you know, Wesley Snipes, you can pick pick somebody to play against us. Or no, you know, he says, pick my opponent or pick my partner and we'll beat you two on two. Of course, they're going to pick the doofy looking white guy, Woody Harrelson. And then, of course, they run them and, mm-hmm. uh, and they, play, they play street ball hustling guys. Great premise, fun movie, gotta gotta watch it. So white man and, can't jump. And Je- Jeopardy themed, which is always a plus. Yeah, yeah. Again, the Jeopardy aspect was something that absolutely is influencing my pick here. Even though that's not a sports aspect, I love the show Jeopardy, so I had to uh, had to get that there. I'm really torn 
with this mm-hmm. next pick because we only have two left. And as we've done with every draft, I've got 80 billion movies left. Yeah, I still have 28 on my board. Dude, I made a list of 53, and wow. I forgot Cool Runnings. Like, <laughs> like I forgot like a, a, a really good one that I think you know was cool that you picked, and I still have that many. So I don't know what the hell I'm doing here as far as like uh, deciding what I want to do. Man, you know, there's a couple other poker ones that I like, but I think I'm going to leave those and, and stick with just the one. I'll get those mentioned in the uh, in the honorable mentions. I I, I like having a, diver, a diverse profile. I've got uh, poker, baseball, football, pool, baseball, baseball again, but then racing and basketball. I don't need something from every sport, though. I'm not I'm not too worried about that. I'm not just going to like. No golf movie. Yeah, I'm not gonna force like you took you took the most popular one. Well, Happy Gilmore's up there. Yeah, but I'm not gonna take that. Um, I'm just I'm gonna take Friday Night Lights. Okay. Um, I really like the movie. I actually haven't watched a lot of the show. Uh, when I took the show last week, I'd only seen. I think I'd mentioned I only seen a bit of it, but I know it's well well regarded. So I knew I was taking a pick that people would like. I have seen this movie though, and uh, I really liked the movie. Though they did a good job with it, um, some pretty good in realistic football, especially for, for portraying high school football, and uh, Billy Bob as as the coach does a good job. And you know, look what it look what it birthed as far as the television show. So ba- based on a true story, I'm sure they would put. Did they put him uh, in the fictional coaches? They put the uh, the TV show one. Okay, who is a fictional. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can they can put uh, Coach Taylor in. Mm-hmm. Because he is fictional, but if they had put in, um, oh god, I'm blanking on on his name like an idiot, Matt McConaughey from uh, We Weren't We Are Marshall. No, 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 no. If they had oh. put Billy Bob Thornton's, oh uh, yeah, yeah, coach, the, mm-hmm. the actual coach of of the Permian Panthers, again, whose name I'm I'm forgetting, but that that would have been hilarious because that would have been just like the Herman Boone thing. But uh, Coach Taylor, that's fine. But yeah, I'll take. So I got Friday Night Lights in both drafts that we did. Another football movie. But uh, one I really liked. I've actually only seen it the one time in the theater, but I, mm. I really enjoyed it. So it was in actually in my top ten. I kind of let it go for a while there, and uh, so I've I've got another top ten movie of mine. Yeah, movie. Uh, I don't think it's as good as some other. Uh, that I would take over Friday Night Lights is, is Varsity Blues. One, it has the better Billy Bob. That's Billy Bob, the, the and, character, as opposed to Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. You, um, sorry, you cut out there for a second. Are you taking Varsity Blues? No, I'm not taking Varsity okay, Blues. Okay, that I, would I, fit I, your, your comedy thing. No, that that's great, and I do have it not that far down. Um, I maybe should have taken it to diversify and, and, and maybe double up on comedies to kind of match your, your comedy chops there with... Caddyshack, Dodgeball, and Talladega Nights, and Cool Runnings. You got four. I mean, at this point, you should just punt the the, the comedy, comedy category. Yeah. I'm not going to win, so I'm not going to. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to try to catch up late mm-hmm. and just you know, I, I'm not winning it anyway. So yeah, you Varsity Blues is out there if you want it, but that that's a great call out. That that's yeah, an awesome. Varsity movie. Blues, I love that. Uh, another movie I'm not taking in the comedy football range um, is The Replacements. Uh, yeah, the Replacements. And uh, did you ever see? Um, 
unnecessary or necessary roughness. I don't think I have. So that one's a little bit before both of our times. I remember that being like a thing when I was a kid um, and Kathy Ireland was in it, like when she was mm. the it girl um, at, at the time. And she was in that movie. And like, I never saw it, though. I actually never saw that movie. I just am familiar with it as like people thought it was really funny. And, and it was just something that I never went back to watch. But it came out in 91. So I was 10. And then, you know, again, by the time that I really got into movies, which was actually the late 90s, it's not something that I went back to watch. But uh, that could have been another another one that uh, I, actually I didn't have the replacements on my list. I, I could have had 50 five movies, 54 movies. Jeez, dude. Replacements yeah. is a good call. All right. So you've got your last two picks here. What you going to do? I'm definitely going to take a football movie with my last pick uh, because I don't have a football movie yet. I, are we going to let – I mean, you took a, a movie from the Rocky franchise, but are we going to let all the Rocky movies just die on the vine here? I think we are. Um, it's hard because, like, I love the Rocky movies, but yeah. like, they do not hold up super well. No, they, um, they, they don't. But you have to do some era adjustment, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean – but I do, I do. I mean, I uh, I had to explain to my daughter the other night what a montage was, mm -hmm. um, and I, I you know, <laughs> and I I pretty much just said it was a trope from the eighties that you know, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's so. where it became like the most popular. Um, now, based on your Fight Club shenanigans, I thought you were going to try to take like Top Gun because of the uh, <laughs> because that, of the freaking uh, volleyball that scene. Yeah, that would have been the right call. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take another boxing movie. Uh, like I said, I love boxing movies, and I'm leaving a ton on the board. Uh, but one of my favorite movies of all time is Ali, um, yes, which is the Will Smith uh, portrayal of Muhammad Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali. Uh, Jamie Foxx is ab and John Voight are both absolutely amazing uh, yep. in this movie. Will Smith is fantastic in the amount of training he did to make things look real uh, in terms of. Uh, his actual boxing uh, is amazing. And then his uh, portrayal of Muhammad Ali is fantastic as well. He did a uh, great job. I, I think it gets forgotten about in terms of kind of the pantheon of sports movies. And I think that is a mistake. Yep. Um, I would agree with you on all. all count. It was it was actually quite high on my remaining list here. So and I do. I mean, when we talk about honorable mentions, there's going to be a ton of uh uh, of boxing movies, a ton of football movies as well, because is is huge of a football fan as I am. Uh, not taking a football movie until the end uh, is is kind Surprising. of uh, yeah weird for me. Um, but I am I am overly critical of football movies because I played uh, you know football for a very very long time. Uh, that being said, I mean it's really between two for football movies left, uh, or actually between three. Oh God, yeah. Um, I'm fairly certain that I'm not taking a football movie, so you can you can discuss all three of them without. Okay, I'm gonna... that you're giving me anything. Okay, so I was deciding between Brian Song, the program, uh, and Rudy. Okay, so the the program is the highest on my list. Mm -hmm. Dude, the program hits, dude. Yeah, I love. We watched that movie so much. 
uh, in my adolescence when that came out. Love, love, love that movie. Great call on Brian's song. My mom would be uh, very, very proud of you for bringing that up. She loves, loves, loves that movie. And then Rudy, of course, is is a good one there, too. So of those three, where, where are you going to go? Because it's three different things there. And you can talk about each of them if you want and then lead up to a pick however you want to do it there. But those are three good call outs. Yeah, I'll start with uh, with the program. Uh, the program uh, came out in 1993. I didn't, obviously, I mean, I was really young. I think I was like eight or nine years old when it came out. Uh, so I did not see it in the theater, but definitely one of those things that, uh, uh, one of those sh- uh, movies that when I did see it, man, it just, like you said, it hits hard. Uh, Omar Epps is fantastic in mm-hmm. it. James Caan. Halle is, Berry. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Uh, the dude who plays the roided out guy, like, is just like what you think of Latimer. as, yeah, what you think of as like every roided out player ever. Yep. But like, you really get behind the depths of why some why some athletes take that, uh, or you know, go that route in terms of you know they can't compete at the highest levels without something like that. So, uh, it yeah, I mean, it just was, it was a gritty, uh football story that I just don't think you got in that way and, and really haven't gotten since. Like, I don't think no. there has been a movie playmakers tried it with that mm-hmm. television show, but then the NFL shut it down because it's too real. Yeah. So yeah, no, the program is fantastic. Uh, then uh, Brian song uh, is just, I mean, it's been redone, I think at least one other time. Uh, but the original Brian song was uh, amazing uh, it, it's based on the the true uh, story of Brian Piccolo and Gail Sayers and kind of their friendship uh, that blossomed after Sayers, uh, you know, had a devastating knee injury and, and Piccolo becoming kind of the star back uh, there. Uh, again, James Caan. I forgot that was him that plays uh, Brian yeah. Piccolo. Uh, and, uh, uh, and then obviously uh, Brian Piccolo gets cancer and dies. And Gail Sayers is there. Uh, oh, jeez. Well, I mean, if you haven't seen a movie that came out in 1971, uh, I got nothing for you, you know. So, um, jeez, dude, come on, give give people uh, a chance. You know, you know what the uh, most impressive thing is? That's a television movie. Yeah, it, both of them, I believe, were t- it's made for TV. Yeah, and, but it is v- remarkably well regarded it is held in very high esteem as like a real you know real gripping good good movie mm-hmm. um, you know you don't think of tv movies as as necessarily being like i mean you know netflix these days are probably considered tv movies but that's a whole different thing this is like coming out on network television yeah. in the 70s and people loved it and and the remake was on television as well with mckay pfeiffer uh, playing uh, Gale Sayers and what was pretty good. Obviously, I don't think as good as the original. Sure. Uh, and that came out in 2001. Uh, yeah, just, I mean, if you've never seen Brian's song, I have no idea where you can, maybe like Disney Plus or something, because yeah, I believe it was see. ABC. Uh, is this uh, leading up to a Rudy pick, by the way? It is leading up to the Rudy okay. pick. So, um, so, yeah, let's talk about Rudy. Uh, Rudy, I $2 mean. $2 on Amazon Prime for uh, Brian's song. Well, well worth the $2 for yeah. sure. Go ahead, uh, Rudy. So Rudy, Rudy I think Rudy. gets, sh- yeah, exactly. It gets shit on constantly from, from people as a movie that doesn't hold up. And I don't know what the hell they're talking about. 
So, uh, <laughs> Rudy, uh, again, based on a true story, but super loosely based. Yes. I mean, yes. like, lots of these things, uh, including, I believe, the ending never actually happened. Um, so, yes. uh, but, uh, I mean, Sean Astin is fantastic as Rudy. John Favreau, like, steals scenes throughout the movie. Uh, Charles S. Dutton, uh, a fantastic uh, 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 character actor, and yeah, I mean, really great in this movie. Um, and I mean, being Irish, uh, though a lot less Irish than I thought I was uh, <laughs> due to uh, an Ancestry.com DNA test, um, it, it uh, always pulled up my heartstrings, and it allows me to tell a story of <laughs> from my own uh, from my own history. So um, the uh, the guy who is the star quarterback on my uh, uh, football team in high school went to Notre Dame and on opening day of walk on a uh, walk on uh, practices, he went to Tyrone Willingham and told him, you know, you ever seen the movie Rudy? That's going to be me. Um, Whoa. Which made local papers. <laughs> you can actually go and Google this because uh, one of my one of my guys at, at uh, Friends Fantasy Benefits found the article. Um, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, uh, it did not work out well for him. I don't. Uh, he he walked on. He did walk onto the team as like a fourth string uh, quarterback. I don't think he ever dressed, and uh, he transferred to uh, Cal the next year. I don't think play uh. football again. But um, take some real balls to be able to go up to right Tyrone Willingham and say that kind of thing. Uh, and uh, uh, but uh, Rudy, I, I love the movie. Still love the old school jacket that he wears throughout the movie. Like, I yes. wish I could get a jacket like that, that it's it just so sick. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, Rudy, one of my favorite all-time movies and a movie I tend to watch before the start of every football season. Let's see here. You got um, $300? I, I do have $300, but I'm not spending it on that jacket. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't have one for you. Yeah, well, my birthday is coming up in like seven months. There you go, folks. Let's pool some money together. <laughs> you could spend that money on a PlayStation 4 and get yeah. MLB the show. Yeah, I, I could, could do that. You could. All right, last pick here. Um, billion ways to go. Like, billion. And the, 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 uh, we are running up against our, our time limit here in about 15 minutes, so I'll make this pick quick, and then we'll get into the uh, honorable mentions. But, yeah, there's going to be so many to mention. I'm going to make it simple, man. We are doing sports movies here, but we are a baseball show. We're, we're baseball uh, primarily here. I'm going to go ahead and take Major League. Mm. Um, yeah. It's definitely still good. Um, and it has its hits and misses as far as the pe- people looking like they know how to, what the hell they're doing. But it's funny. It's goofy. Um, the story is fun to watch of, of them, you know, overcoming the the. Sp- Fightful owner and a lot of classic lines, a lot of classic characters. I don't think Major League Two is as bad as a lot of people say. No, it's definitely not as good, but it it's still pretty good. Now, back to the minors or whatever, you can have that shit. (laughs) But the very first one, Major League, and then Major League Two, those are both good. I'm only taking one here. I'm not I'm not I'm not genning it and trying to get both. Um, just like you didn't try to get every uh, every what's it called every movie um, every Rocky when you took Creed. So, <laughs> I should have. I should have taken him. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't because you actually backed her on that trash. 
But uh, anyway, I, I'm going with Major League. Again, I'm not making this too difficult here. Let's just go ahead and lock it in. And uh, for me, uh, Major League there. So I'm going to end up with one, two, three, four baseball movies, and I'm happy to do it. Rounders, Moneyball, Remember the Titans, The Hustler, 42, Bull Durham, Ford vs. Ferrari, White Men Can't Jump, Friday Night Lights in Major League, Justin Went, Sandlot, Creed, The Wrestler, Caddyshack, Dodgeball, Talladega Nights, Murderball, Cool Runnings, Ali, and Rudy. Yes, folks, we left a lot of things off. Mm-hmm. We only had 20 picks. My list, I even added a couple more here at the very end that I forgot about that I that you other movies we were talking about were jogging was jogging my memory on certain things to the point where my list is 58 long for crying out loud and yeah. i'm seeing some of your honorable mentions that i don't even have for for crying out loud i only put one rocky i could have put all of those on there yep i did the oh my god yeah, i put rocky and rocky balboa bro you put a comedy on there that i wish i'd have taken Ooh, which King one pin dude yeah, i almost <laughs> took it instead of taking oh, ali oh and oh. i didn't have that on my list that's a I love that yeah. movie, bro. I freaking love that movie. That's a great that's a great one there. All right, we'll get into some of your honorable mentions here. We'll go back and forth and mm-hmm. uh, and, and finish this up. C- cover about four or five at a time here and we'll and we'll bounce back and forth between us. All right. So I'll uh, I'll just do my f- uh, I already mentioned Brian's song. Um so I I do like five boxing or or fighting movies kind of row in uh Raging Bull uh, just the classic boxing movie, one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, definitely could have had that on my list. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm surprised. When you said the boxing thing at the outset, I'm like, well, he's taking Raging Bull. I'm not even going to get that. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, just, it, it's, one, like I said, one of the greatest movies of all time. Robert De Niro uh, is uh, fantastic uh, in it. Um, and, I mean, I actually have a Jake LaMotta signed boxing glove. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I think you told me about that. That's really yeah. cool. So, uh, and I mean, uh, the Hurricane, I also have a Hurricane Carter signed boxing, boxing glove. Uh, so, I mean, I think very highly of those movies. Uh, Rocky, obviously, we've talked about, um, you know, and uh, I, I should technically get as my Creed pick. No, you <laughs> um, absolutely should not. You psychopath. Uh, the Fighter was a very, very good movie as well. Rocky Balboa, you know, another kind of spinoff of the Rocky series. Uh, though I consider those kind of too, different from the actual Rocky installment, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Foxcatcher. Have you ever seen Foxcatcher? Bro, like, very high on my list. Uh, you mm-hmm. see my next, like, six? It's 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 right after that. It, it, it's absolutely next. I love Foxcatcher. I strongly considered it. I kind of wish I would have taken it, though. It's it's really, it's really freaking good. It, Steve Carell, holy shit, the performance yeah. he turns in, man. The only reason I didn't take it um, is largely because the documentary is just so much better. That's fair. That's completely um, fair. Not to say that Foxcatch in the movie is bad in, in any sense. I think it's very, very good. Again, that's more of pumping up one mm-hmm. thing, not shitting on, on the yeah. other. But yeah, the documentary, which I uh, it's on Netflix, so you can definitely go and still watch that, uh, is, is uh, just amazingly compelling. It just, uh, you know, it's one of those where I was just... You know, typically when I would watch a lot of Netflix or things at night uh, while at my my you know normal job, uh, like I'm I'm doing it while I'm writing something, I'm doing it while I'm doing my work for my actual job, uh, or editing a podcast or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. and you know just kind of have 
I have it on kind of his background noise and Foxcatcher, that documentary was something where I just stopped everything I was doing just so I could watch it. It was, I mean, Dude. just amazingly compelling. So good. So, um, I had one and I almost took draft day. It was literally next on my list. It's regarded as, as like pretty cheesy, but then when you actually watch it, it's pretty fun. It's ridiculous. Like the premise and, and everything that happens, but I don't, I don't know, man. I got a soft spot for Costner in sports movies, and it, it's, a, it's a fun watch. So uh, I actually ended up liking it. I remember I wanted to see it, uh, not necessarily in the theater, so I didn't, I didn't see it in the theater there. But I eventually watched it, and I was like, I understand. I'm not going to sit here and tell people this is like some cinematic masterpiece. But it's fun. It's enjoyable. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both have Rocky. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna like bold some of the ones that we have the same on our on our lists here. Uh, the program, the the Blind Side. I never really got close to taking it, but I I enjoyed it enough. I I thought it was fine. Like I I don't think it's some special movie or anything. I think it's a little yeah. bit overhyped, but um, way overhyped. I, lo- the, I love the, the book. The Peyton Manning spoof of it for Saturday Night Live was better than The Blind Side. That's funny. Um, I, I like the book a lot. So um, I, I, would, I, would, I would have been taking it based on the book, to be honest. Two more poker movies, The Cincinnati Kid and Molly's Game. Uh, one old, one new. Cincinnati hmm, Kid. I've never seen Molly's Game. I need to go see that. because That's Aaron Sorkin, too, right? Yes, and Jessica yeah. Chastain. And yes. I, I like that. We watched that relatively recently, like within the last, I'd say, six, seven months. It's on Netflix, so you got that. You don't even have to pay. Cincinnati Kid, um, that is Steve McQueen, and it's an mm-hmm. old poker movie, 1965. Good movie, though. Worth the three bucks, in my opinion. You like poker. I like poker. So um, I, I was only going to do the one poker movie, though. So taking rounders away from me, I would have figured out which of those two I wanted. Um, a League of Their Own is is uh, another good baseball movie. I think, you know, of course, the No Crying in Baseball, iconic line, but a lot of great stuff in that movie. I, Tanya, I still haven't seen, and I'm mad at myself for not, uh, because lived through all that very mm-hmm. closely, too, because the, the actual attack happened in Detroit oh. at the Joe Louis Arena. So it felt a little, it's always felt a little bit more personal to me um, if only because it was on our local news so heavily. I mean, it was on it was national news without a doubt, but it was really heavily covered in Michigan because it happened in Michigan. So um, I don't know why I still haven't seen it. I need to amend that, but uh, eventually I will. That was a great tweet, by the way, the one you just sent me. <laughs> I saw it yesterday on stream, and I, I, I was laughing my butt off. Um, but yeah, I, I love I love that movie. Or I, I love that uh, the whole story and all that. I need to see that movie, I, Tanya. So give me a few more off your list here, and we'll, we'll bounce back and forth a couple more times. Uh, he Got Game, uh, I think. On yeah, my on, list. Yeah, on both of our lists. Uh, I almost took that one as well just because I didn't take a basketball movie. Uh, I mean, it's a Spike Lee joint. I mean, I don't know how much more you can say than that. Uh, Denzel Washington like. uh, is fantastic uh, in it. Uh, and the fact that they actually went and got – Ray Allen to play uh, Jesus Shuttlesworth. So good. And what a uh, name. What a cool name. Yeah. And, and he was like, he was a pretty darn good actor. And he really was. The basketball was obviously on point because of, uh, uh, you know, getting a professional actor to do and it. Because Denzel could hang. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. Apparently, again, I keep referencing Simmons' podcast. He gets a lot of great guests for these sports movies. Uh, obviously, he's super popular. So people want to go on and talk. They, uh, 
they said that there were times that Denzel would straight up beat Ray Allen. Ray Allen mm-hmm. busting his ass trying to beat him and 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 couldn't get him. So, you know, Denzel holding his own there. What 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 can't he do? You know, he's just one of yeah. those guys that uh, brilliant actor, see, seems to exude coolness and apparently can really hoop too. So, uh, F him not- for having uh, (laughs) insurmountable (laughs) amounts of talent for everything Mm -hmm. uh obviously uh miracle was on both of our lists uh hockey Mm -hmm. movie uh love it i mean even though i wasn't around during the actual miracle on ice i was uh, young right it was 81 or 80 80 oh no so i wasn't either then yeah so uh but it yeah i mean really really well done movie uh cinderella man another boxing movie Mm uh uh that I loved. I mean, Field of Dreams surprised neither of us took it, uh, but there I've are definitely. Seen. You've never seen Field of Dreams? I've told you this before. Oh my god! Uh, I didn't even I, have it on my list. I got to put. Um, it on my list. I don't know if you saw Mike Gianella's tweet about it yesterday. No, I did not. What did he say? Uh, he he does like one of those kind of um, syn- fake synopsis. Uh, synopses. Synopses. Probably, uh, yeah. Of it, he, uh, <laughs> here's the tweet. The plot of Field of Dreams is a white farmer drives halfway across the country, kidnaps a black author, uh, author and brings him to a farm to watch segregated ghost baseball. <laughs> That's really funny. And I mean, if you want to see like people just get really, really upset over something stupid, go read the comments in that thread. It's just oh, a tweet. So I at Mike Gianella. It's it's hilarious, um, especially his oh, clapbacks at people. Yeah, uh, I, I see somebody like getting pretty angry about it already. Yeah, it's it's really really funny. Um, the Karate Kid. I'm surprised uh, neither of us went that direction, uh, uh, especially um, the the recent spinoff uh, that uh, that they did with. Um, oh God, I'm blanking on Jaden Smith. No, 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 no. The uh, YouTube. Did like a series oh, of the bad Cobra guy. Kai. Yeah, Cobra Kai. Wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. it Netflix? I think it was YouTube. Okay, YouTube no, you're Red right or whatever. You're, you're right. It was. It was indeed YouTube Red. Um, but yeah, that was supposed to be really good. I, no. I, heard, I heard that it was. It was quite good. I've not watched it, but I've heard really, really great things. Um, and then uh, I'll give you three golf movies in a row because that's where I have them listed. Uh, the greatest game ever played: The Legend of Bagger Vance and Tin Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, all fantastic. The Legend of Bagger Vance is is fun uh, for me. Uh, one because I think it's just a very fun movie uh, with Matt Damon and Will Smith. Uh, but it also we we play a game at my dinner table where uh, we'll put on movie soundtracks and first person to guess you know uh, the movie soundtrack that's being played. You know what movie it comes from gets a point, and we just play it all all dinner long every once in a while. So that's awesome. But. Whenever like mixing up like different songs from different soundtracks. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, I like that. That sounds fun. Uh, but if if my wife cannot figure it out, she just yells out the Legend of Bagger Vance. <laughs> it's like her meme answer. Yeah, it, it's it's totally her meme answer. Have you uh, ever put a song from that on there just so that one day she'll be right? Uh, w- the, it actually came on itself. One oh my time, god, that's so and funny! And she was like, "God, I cannot figure this she out," and it. like she didn't say it. It was yeah. just. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good that's so good so uh yeah good. give me some All right. more um loved tin cup by the way and i i slightly i briefly considered doing a whole draft of just kevin costner movies like as it, a meme it's my favorite kevin costner sports movie 
Um, and I, 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 I could have done that. I think I could have gotten 10 movies where, uh, of sports movies where it's Kevin Costner in it. Uh, let's see here. Pelotero, uh, the documentary about Miguel Sano. Mm, uh, I, I believe that was one. ball player. Uh, Miracle Raging Bull, both on our list. Blue Chips, a really good uh, basketball movie. It, similar in a he got game sort of vein where it kind of shows the gritty underbelly of college basketball and recruiting and all that. Not with the same storyline of uh, a father being in prison, but um, does have that same grit to it. Color of Money, we mentioned that's the sequel mm. to The Hustler. Love and Basketball. Little Big League, one of those ones that pops up on um, MLB Network all the time. And one thing I like about it is it doesn't give you the warm, fuzzy ending that everyone's expecting. I like that it gave you the misdirect there and that uh, in a weird way, Griffey Jr. is the villain because he makes the catch mm-hmm. at the at the end. I think that's, that's cool. The Life and Times of Hank Greenberg as a Tigers fan, I have to mention that. Um, Hoosiers, I've actually never seen that, but I know it's, it's a good. popular movie. It should, should have been on my list. I, I it's uh, I don't think it holds up as well as other people, but it, it's it's a very good it's a very good movie. Eight Men Out, Hardball, Slapshot, Bad News Bears, Any Given Sunday, For Love of the Game, Jerry Maguire, um, The Natural, Goon, Cobb, and then two at the bottom here that I almost I wanted to put picks for but i just couldn't get them on fever pitch and bring it on fever pitch <laughs> a little tacky i you know a little hokey yeah, i get it yeah very but i love drew barrymore and the funny thing is is like when people see that movie that know me they're like oh that must be you is that you like you you can't maintain a relationship during the baseball season i'm like no i'm i'm an adult i can but i think it's funny that that that's that my brand strength is such that that people are like oh that's you that's definitely you but um i I'm, I'm a sucker for drew barrymore so i like it i could i couldn't get it on the list but i do like it fun, and i fun remember fa- fun fact with fever yeah. pitch is they were very very upset because they wrote and were in the middle of filming the series or the the show when the boston red sox won their first world series yep and they had it written into the movie that they would win the World Series, and they're like, "No, no, this can't happen. You're ruining, yep. ruined the them, ruined it. Uh, yeah. Which, by the way, uh, the book fever pitch is based on soccer, and mm. then obviously they realized that it wouldn't play as well in America, so they moved it to our national pastime, which uh, which made sense. But yeah, I, I, I like that movie. I'll, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. You know, there's some. Oh, and Heather Graham's in it too. And I mean, I mean, come on, I have eyes that work. So like, let's be honest. <laughs> um, and then Bring It On is another one that I wanted to uh, put on there. So Buddy and I used to go to the movies a lot. And we would just pick back and forth every other week. And I made him go to Bring It On. <laughs> He's like, are we seriously going? I was like, I already bought the tickets. We're going, dude. I want to see Bring It On. Uh, had a big Kirsten Dunst uh, phase there for a moment there in the early 2000s. And I was like, I want to see it. And you know what? We both enjoyed it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to be real. And he always brings that up still. Anytime we get together, it's old college buddy. There's no way we ever hang out with him not mentioning it at some point. That Remember one you made me go see Bring It On? And we both ended up liking it. I was like, yes, I do. And then Days of Thunder, the last one, a racing movie with, uh, movie. with, with Tom Cruise. Yeah, movie. another good one. So we could have gone a million different ways. We could have had 10 people in this draft and still had 10 stacked teams. I know we're running right up against your time, uh, your, your time here. Any other movies you wanted to mention? Uh, I mean, I'll f- just finish out my list. Uh, a League of Their Own. I'm surprised neither of us took that. Um, yeah. uh, we Are Marshall. Uh, love that movie. And obviously, you know, yeah, it's 
based on a true story. Uh, you mentioned Kingpin, uh, which probably should have been drafted by one of us. I know. I can't um, believe I didn't put that. I'm, I'm so mad at myself, dude. Just such a fun movie. It's so uh, good. The Replacements is, you know, pretty much just a spoof on every other sports movie ever mm-hmm. made. And it, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, really good. Kingpin's uh, on Netflix. I think I know what I'm putting on my second screen after <laughs> we finish this call. Uh, and then the last one I haven't mentioned, because uh, there's a bunch of them we've already mentioned, is Invincible, another ba- football movie based on a true story. Mark Wahlberg, uh, it, it's it's very, very good. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. And if there's anything else that we forgot, which would be crazy, but actually not crazy at the same time, because uh, as deep as our lists are, we didn't have some of the same ones same ones for each other's lists so i'm sure there's stuff that we left out put it in the comments or hit us up on mm-hmm. twitter who's drafted you like more we'll put a vote up for it i think we're two to two by the way yeah um, i'm i'm surprised that you're actually hanging in there with me oh with how God, dominant I've been. you're so lucky to even have two dubs <laughs> that piece what of shit game like I, I murdered you guys in that no, in the no last you didn't draft. you got just absolutely got saved. murdered no you. you didn't you did not murder anything you got so saved by the game of thrones pick None of us watched that stupid dragon show. <laughs> you were smart enough to take it, though. I will, I will hat tip you. You were smart enough to just take the value and appeal to the people who loved it. So it was seen as this great big steal, even though you never freaking watched it. But that's what won you that draft. If that one's off the board, I don't know, man. That vote might have come down to as close as Prospect 1 and the uh, Rotowire Prospects show came down to in the baseball pods. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, that was crazy. I, I retweeted it a bunch as it was coming down the wire. Uh, uh, I had a hard time voting, and I'm not even going to say who I voted for because I don't want to hurt any feelings because I like both those shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Welsh taking on all those guys at once and almost coming away with victory. It was uh, it was uh, pretty uh, pretty amazing. And if you're if you're not following us on Twitter at Baseball Pods, uh, he did a bracket of 64 fantasy baseball. Though not all of them are fantasy baseball. Uh, podcast yeah baseball podcast but mostly fantasy we are a number one seed uh we are currently with six hours left uh whooping up on brad johnson um in here i'm really hoping i'm really hoping that i have three teams in the final four um it's not gonna happen it it potentially could happen we're all in different ends of the bracket Mm -hmm. uh and fwfb is already into what the sweet 16 and uh tgfbi i think goes tomorrow that that's going to be a tough one because we're we're up against uh jeff zimmerman and rob silver so it's uh that's going to be a tough one but uh yeah it's been really fun and i've gotten to check out a bunch of fantasy baseball podcasts i'd never have checked out before same Uh, which has been kind of a cool thing to, you know, see some, some newer pods and some up and coming people and, uh, and shining some light on people. So uh, great work over there at baseball pods. Yeah. It did a great job with it. It's been so fun to watch and uh, been enjoying following along and hopefully we can continue to do well. All right, man, let's uh, let's get out of here. 800 in the books. Give us some ideas of other drafts that we can do. I'm sure we can come up with some, but we don't currently have any on the docket. So if there's something that you want to see it, hear us draft, let us know again, either in the comments of this post or on Twitter Mm -hmm. and Justin, I will talk to you on Thursday. Take it easy.